Early on in the outbreak of COVID-19, scientists were pretty certain about one thing, that those who were the most severely affected by the disease were the elderly and those with compromised immune systems. Now, we all know folks who are elderly. Maybe you heard that they were at risk and you got worried about your grandparents, or maybe you have parents that are getting up there in age, maybe a senior neighbor or a friend, or maybe you yourself are a senior. You look great, by the way. But what about people with compromised immune systems? Maybe you don't really know if you know anyone that falls into that category. When you close your eyes and you think of someone with a compromised immune system, who do you see? What do they look like? Are they older or younger? Are they using some sort of medical device? Or are they running next to you on the treadmill at the gym? Is it your boss or your neighbor, the clerk at the supermarket? The point I want to make is that it can be any of them. Any of those people can have a medical condition that you might not even realize, but has left them with a weakened immune system, and therefore they'd be at a very high risk for having more serious outcomes if they were to ever contract COVID-19. Such is the case with Heather Crookston Neal. Heather has Crohn's disease, which we'll let her tell you a little more about. She recently spoke with Christina about why she's begun advocating to put a face, and in this case, a voice to those who are immunocompromised and really rely on others to follow the rules so that it'll help keep people like her safe. I feel like we have so much to talk about because obviously you're an advocate, um, but also you are a mother and you have one of your kids is a senior this year, which has got to be tough in some ways. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a non-traditional senior year, um, <laughs> yeah. but we're adapting. We are bracing for the news that there will be no prom and no graduation, but um, you know what? It's it's what all seniors in the class of 2020 are facing, and um, it is unique, to say the least. I thought it was really cool what you mentioned that you guys went and you bought yard signs. Tell me about that. I did. I was inspired and I purchased um, lawn signs to give out to all of my fellow mothers and they say a senior lives here, class of 2020, so that all of my friends can put them on their lawn and um, the the drivers that are passing by can look at the the homes and, and just give them some good thoughts as, as these kids are finishing out their senior year. So let's talk about you and um, give our listeners a little bit more background on you and what you've been fighting for in your local media in Reno. Sure. Well, um, I have a autoimmune disease called Crohn's disease, which is, um, you know, my plumbing, my digestive system is, doesn't always cooperate. And um, in order to keep the disease at bay, I take an autoimmunosuppressant drug called Humira. And um, the good news with that drug is it, um, it keeps everything in remission. But the bad news is that it puts me at great risk for infection. And uh, really, uh, I struggle with 
healing. It takes me a long time to heal. And so with this coronavirus, um, it's it's a little unsettling because um, my immune system is compromised and I think I would have to battle a little harder to, to fight this virus. And so I was getting ready to give myself my injection and I thought, you know what, I think I'm going to just put this out on Facebook so that people know that in addition to um, the important elderly community out there, there are people like me that are immunocompromised that um, you can't see the disease. So when people are out and about, um, for them to be careful around everyone because you never know what anyone is fighting. So I put that out on Facebook just as kind of a a personal plea, a little public service announcement, Mm -hmm. and it ended up catching fire. And um, I, I, I had it shared hundreds of times and hundreds of comments and um and the advocate in me um wanted to take it a step further so I reached out to my local news stations and they picked up the story and and featured my story on the evening news and so it was really cool to be able to put my message out there and then Christina when you contacted me it made me realize that gosh this story is bigger than just my local market it really is applicable to to everyone out there yeah it impacts i mean globally because You know, when you talk about people who have underlying health conditions, that's such a blanket statement. And each person has his or her own story. And I just I think we need to really humanize and put a face to what some of these quote unquote underlying conditions could be. And it's it's not necessarily always what people think. Right. And and in a lot of cases, they are invisible. And that's what I think. um is, is super enlightening is that you might not realize the person that you're shopping next to in the grocery store or, um, you know, as you're going about doing your essential activities, you never know what that person might be battling. So it's even more important to, to follow the protocols of, of keeping your distance and um, wearing a mask if you can and, and all of that. Do you feel that people are starting to take it as seriously as they should? Yes and no. I think um, I think there definitely is more urgency. Um, but even so, I mean, even in in my own circle of friends, people are cheating. They're they're kind of breaking the rules here and there. So I think that um, we still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Was there a, a moment that was kind of like a breaking point for you that prompted that Facebook or that social media post that you saw? Um, yes, I think that, um, I think that in, there wasn't a specific thing. It was just more about, um, about people taking it seriously because we had just, a lot of us had just finished spring break and a lot of friends had traveled outside the country, outside of the city and coming back. And I just, I just wanted everybody to be careful when they were kind of re-entering our, our own local community that, um, everybody was conscientious about their, their day-to-day activities. Yeah. And this is something that for you goes beyond coronavirus. I'm sure your immune system is something you have to look out for 365 days a year. It is. I mean, it, it takes me a long time 
to heal. Um, I had like, for example, I had a hysterectomy and it took me three years for my stitches to heal from the hysterectomy. Um, I have a double ear infection that I've been fighting since August. So like the last seven months I've, I've been battling a double ear infection. It just takes my body a really long time to heal. So I think my goodness, if I were to, contract this virus like how would my body be able to fight it I, I I don't know I don't know so you've been have you been staying home absolutely yep I am hunkering in um I have a little five pound Havanese puppy who is my companion and we go for <laughs> a, a daily walk around the block oh. um and then I, my two children um we hit the grocery store no more than once a week. And I send them out nice and prepared with their gloves and their masks. And um, yeah, we, we are hunkering in and they get it. They know that their mama is um, compromised and, and they don't want to, they don't want to put me at risk. So yeah. they get it. They understand. So this is your moment, your platform. What is your message to everyone out there? The one thing you hope they know and walk away from this with? Um, I, I would say that people like me with underlying conditions, we are desperately relying on the general public to flatten the curve. So please stay home. Our lives depend on it. Well put. And that's exactly what I was going to end with is that this for you really is your life. This is life or, or death in some cases because of what's at stake here. Well, and I think, um, you know, I, I recently, I, I spent 51 days in the hospital uh, with some complications to my Crohn's disease, and I battled really hard all those 51 days. And <laughs> in a weird way, it's like I refuse to be taken down by this virus. I did not survive 51 days in the hospital to be taken down by COVID-19. Amen to that. Thank you. Thank you for talking to us. More Coronavirus Daily on Monday. Thanks to those of you who have subscribed to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you haven't subscribed yet, think about maybe doing it today. It's always free and it ensures you never miss an episode. Plus, it helps me and Christina keep bringing you this kind of content. We'd also really appreciate if you shared this podcast with friends or family or anybody in the community that you think might find this podcast useful or insightful. Be sure to visit us at ktla.com slash coronavirus daily for more information on all our episodes. If you'd like to get in touch with us, follow on Twitter and Instagram at KTLA Podcasts or find Christina on Twitter at Christina KTLA and at Christina Pascucci on Instagram. For the very latest coronavirus headlines anytime, visit ktla.com or download the KTLA News app. Thanks for listening.